beautiful people um it's a beautiful day so yeah today we're going to be talking about processing of trauma when i say we are going to be talking i'm always meaning that i'll be sharing my experience but anyway yeah so um again i say i got diagnosed with complex post-traumatic stress disorder um by a psychiatrist of course and that came with traumas it's because of it it was as a result of traumas experienced i'll just go over them and one of them was being bullied i got bullied as a child i rem- i don't know how old i think somewhere seven years was it six or seven somewhere there somewhere there I don't remember and how my bullying would happen is there would be a gang of girls and of course you'd be surrounded by them and then they beat you in turns yeah I, I mean beating you in turns <laughs> and of course that that happened for that happened i think for a couple of weeks you know um and i was the only one being bullied i need to say this it's not like we are two or three people being surrounded by a gang of girls no i'm talking about being alone and then a group of girls come of course these were girls i knew so um yeah and i think i don't know how my parents knew about this i i don't know whether i told them or they saw the marks i don't know i don't remember that part but the thing is it wasn't good to a place where you're being beaten it, it, it's not good you know you know so yeah that was trauma number one trauma number two is i have also uh, i'm a rape survivor of course as a child and have escaped so many other attempts mm-hmm. <laughs> um i'm also a gpv gpv means gender-based violence survivor we choose to use the word survivor we are not victims we are not victims and that um, entails what um, that entails domestic violence of course at home um, also I something else called narcissistic abuse huh. I feel like I need to take a break after saying narcissistic because uh, that's that's crazy that's crazy so it's traumatic as well i don't know whether you know this but <laughs> narcissism is no joke um, so i have experienced that for years and by the time i'm coming to find out men it, it was like how many years later was it 19 or 20 <clears throat> yeah excuse me sorry i have a cold you keep on hearing me clearing my thoughts um yeah but i have to do this i really have to do this so those were the few things well i remember for now yeah um and uh, the one that went you see things like bullying happened one time okay it affected me a lot like i was processing it the um years later you know because every time these things would happen i would like bury them somewhere and not deal with it as i'm supposed to and really where i come from counseling is not embraced as much um i don't want to say it's the african culture i don't want to say that but um i believe when such things happen most especially when you're getting even beaten up you should be seeking counseling because there's a lot that has gone to your mind 
<coughs> you know so yeah um so that happened oh my gosh i hope i'll already be able to finish this podcast so um so when those things would happen then the cystic abuse is what took the longest like for me to actually say no that you say enough is enough i'm done i'm not going back there it's it's because the narcissistic abuse was way too much was way too much and it was it was from both uh caregivers eh? so it was crazy for a child even as a grown up till now <laughs> it's a it's a healing journey it's a healing journey um but really when these things would happen you know i would shut down or i would bury them somewhere um and that's not the way to deal with such things and um, remember I, I have trauma I have the one time trauma let me call them that like um the, the successful rape i'm saying successful because were you successful the word <laughs> but the one that the person got successful the rest i escaped you know um those ones would happen one time and you bury them but now i'm also facing narcissistic abuse which is continuous and it's mentally draining emotionally it's killing me physically i'm getting sick you know i'm talking about chronic illnesses that disappeared but the way most of them have disappeared since i left that place that environment by the way so it shows you how much i was affected so as a result of having these things and not talking about them um i got numb you know you get numb you know you don't feel you don't feel things just happen and it's like you're you're just there you exist you got numb and no it's a way of dealing with too much pain you know of course um uh, i got depressed <laughs> Of course, I got depressed, and that's how I got to get the complex post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, you can read about these things, by the way. Please read, please read. Yeah, you have the CPTSD, you have PTSD. Read about them. Maybe you will understand more what I'm talking about. And that comes with its symptoms, which are crazy as well. So, um, years and years of facing these things of being in a narcissistic regime and then finally deciding to get out and i'm getting sick even physically because the stress is way too much you know um something had to be done and i think it's when i got exposed to the outer world let me say that because when in such an environment it's very overprotective you don't get as, as, as exposed as you would like to be even as a child you need to breathe go out there interact come in that wasn't frequent and whenever they are do that it would come with issues so i preferred being indoors so when i finally left that place and came out and you know you're on your own um <clears throat> excuse me um you're on your own and you start seeing other families and they're like so people relate like this and it's okay so you can actually talk like this you can actually dress like this oh okay and it's still fine so you can express yourself and it's still okay you know so i started seeing such things and i'm thinking at first i thought they were wrong um and i'm right 
like you it's it's wrong to express yourself in that way you know but with time i realized uh uh-uh, something is not adding up on my side so and i started seeing how i'm not doing well because now i was even dealing with nightmares nightmares also do come as a result of trauma trauma comes with a lot man comes with a lot you have insomnia you have nightmares i experienced nightmares experienced insomnia um i was very isolated um anger anxiety uh, depression of course as i stated um fear of people i was scared of people <laughs> especially men Mm-mm. men were not my thing um so yeah i will tell you other symptoms as i remember and as i go on so i started being exposed and i started knowing that actually something is wrong back where i was and something needs to change at least for me if not for them because let me tell you something you can't change a narcissist a few might change but it's after i don't know after what <laughs> well according to my reading i read that um a few can change if they lose something that's so meaningful to them so i don't know like what um, but um, rarely do they change and of course i tried the reconciliation thing and you don't want to know what happened it was it wasn't the best and it left me so angry um so and of course i got into overdosing as a result um sleeping pills so that i would just sleep or throw the reality was too much for me to handle so i just wanted to be asleep um i mean god saved me from that because waking up from that eh, you can only call it a miracle honestly so you get into many other people get into other addictions that was me other people get into other addictions because you can't deal with this so you try to find an escape route and as a result it becomes a habit which becomes an addiction yeah so so I was, I was saying I realized something is different about me from how I behaved um, to how I lived my life and I started comparing um, how other people would relate to how I would relate and you know so I started realizing something is not okay um, so I started reading I started reading a lot for me and that's when I realized I came across gaslit and a narcissist and i'm reading the narcissist part and i'm thinking man this 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 is exactly what i went through um but of course in that stage you're not so sure because you haven't seen um what are they called professionals eh? to a point where they can tell you yeah yeah that's what was happening but at least i had an idea and then after some time i realized i'm not getting better so that's when i sought help you know and i would love to say <laughs> when i began counseling when i decided to begin counseling i i was not in a good place i was i don't know what's the worst place but in my case that was the worst place i remember feeling like i'm running mad and and moving from one point of my house to the other and back because i thought i would run mad at this point so that's when i was like okay i need to seek counseling you know and so i went for counseling and um the first few sessions were not pretty they were not pretty they were not pretty because 
okay um a trauma counselor explained later that um if such things happen to you over a long time see the emotions that come most especially when the trauma takes place or when the mental abuse takes place you know and then for me i wasn't talking about it i wasn't allowed to express myself anyways so when i start narrating the experiences i get re-traumatized as a result so remember i'm I'm narrating so many experiences at the same time and all those emotions are coming back at the same time so it was crazy to a point where i had to live with someone for one month but really it was necessary it was necessary because the fact that those feelings were buried in there you know when you bury something and it rots you still feel you still smell it and it doesn't smell good you know but when you bring it out and dispose it the proper way you deal it with the proper way then you're good to go and that's the thing so the first few sessions man i'm not gonna lie to you they were not pretty for me but endured through them because of um i had a really nice friend and counselor who i would talk to any time of the day any time of the night not forgetting i was completely suicidal at the time you know so i was hanging on to the last thread like god let this work in fact i remember i got into getting into their offices the counselors i'm like okay please just tell me is this going to work because i thought this is terminal and i don't know whether it's only me but experiencing abuse for that long felt like i would never heal in my life so but they kept on encouraging me you know um so i remember at some point because we started with a counselor and that's when i got it got confirmed that yeah i was actually dealing with narcissists two of them and then after a few sessions the counselor was like okay we need to refer you to a psychiatrist because we need you to take some medicine so that you're not even sleeping your anxiety levels are crazy so you need to see a psychiatrist as well psychiatrist who referred me to a trauma counselor and then the healing journey started from there so i realized the first thing is acceptance i had to accept that at some point i was sexually abused at some point I got bullied at some point out this and that was done at some point this happened I had to accept and then through the acceptance I would be able to forgive um so now there there is the processing because when I accept it was on you it happened it happened you know and then the processing for me I think was the most painful most most painful of things um of course so but everything has an end you know um i accepted this we have to accept a big trauma after trauma okay we got bullied okay it happened so now how do you deal with it and then you have to accept so that you forgive because you can't forgive what you're denying you know forgiveness is very very key for yourself not even for them let me tell you some of these perpetrators by the way don't even remember they did what they did you know most especially if you're dealing with narcissism reconciliation and uh, seeking forgiveness may not be in their blood so you will need to do forgiveness for you not for them for you because you need to get better for you 
way you're gonna carry this forward to your children by the way because I was reading somewhere and I saw that narcissists actually had people who never got to deal with whatever happened to them so now they project it to you so if whatever happened to them make them feel something of shame and guilt you always be guilt tripped and uh, that shame is going to be projected to you so yeah so accepted forgiving of course with the help i needed support at that time like real support which i got and i thank god for that and i thank those who are there for me then there's the unlearning and relearning <laughs> see you're used to a type of living that is very toxic and um yeah the word is toxic because you live in fear you live in shame you carry guilt you you walk on eggshells even with strangers you always people pleasing you rejected yourself long time ago um you don't even know whether things such as self-love exist um you don't know whether you're supposed to express yourself um you don't feel okay being who you are so i had to unlearn some things and know okay this uh-uh, this no this is a no um for me exposure worked for me a lot because when i came out and started seeing how other people relate and how other people live and the freedom they have you know that smell of freedom they have i wanted it but um yeah so i had to unlearn so many things so many things so many toxic behaviors and then relearn and huh, relearning was the difficult part because i'm trying new things because every time you're like oh, i want to be myself and you're like wow, what if they react badly Mama, what if this happens you know um you're trying the art of self-love it feels so weird to you because you have never seen it done before <laughs> Um, so at first you're like what am I really doing um, you know the self talk and those things th- these are just common examples I use eh? so and learning and relearning is very important it's very very important um, what I knew and went through versus what is supposed to be done you know um, like for me also I always walked with the mentality that men are evil and it's because that's how I interacted with them. I met the wrong ones. So I had to understand, no, we have good men. I'm using my insecurities now, or rather my insecurities then, to show you things that I I thought about or my mentality then, you know. I didn't know you can live a mentally healthy life. As I said before, going through abuse for that long made me feel like this was terminal, like a terminal illness, like it can't be healed. But um, with time, and this is what inspired me to start this podcast. I listened to a certain lady. Um, I, I found her on YouTube, and she had gone through childhood traumas like I had. And she was sharing her experiences and how she dealt with it and how it makes you feel. And that's the first time I knew I was not crazy because honestly, I thought I was crazy, you know. So it's through her that she triggered something in me which triggered me to go seek help and also now come here and start this podcast for the sake of somebody else as well. And these are talks we need to have. Our homes are dysfunctional, but we hide it. Us who are being abused are the ones who protect the abusers mostly. Um, we are not doing well mentally, but we are not talking about it. 
these are discussions that need to be held you know um this is how the change takes place you know like i went through trauma as a child so i don't deal with it i project this to my children they go through the same thing they don't deal with it and it continues and it continues um no you have to stand up and choose something different and i have to say something different is a very unfamiliar path which can be difficult but it's worth it it's worth it so yeah i had to as i said learn and relearn um and also know that i'm not damaged goods i felt like damaged goods and that is where self love needed to come in a lot and understand that i'm not that and change how i see myself change how i talk to myself change how i treat myself you know so yeah till now um i remember things and i'm like okay mother this happened you're going to accept because let me tell you so many things happened <laughs> you know so i'm like okay mother oh my name is mother life with mother tells you uh, so this happened okay you're going to accept um we process it if i need some extra support i go tell somebody else i talk about it and then uh, mostly is a professional somebody else is mostly a professional yeah like a counselor uh, so we accept forgive um and then unlearn and relearn um you know and also i had to deal with something called a victim mindset you walk around saying i was sexually abused so you walk around as a victim you walk around because i came from uh, a, a very violent domestic violent home you walk around with that mentality of being a victim you walk around with a, men- a, a weak mentality you know that one has to change and you know that's how i think that's how other abusers notice because <laughs> i think it shows i don't know i'm saying this because I don't listen to a lot of people with their uh, experiences and one thing I noted is most of us who came from such dysfunctionality most of them end up in the same same place mostly in marriages like you grew up in an abusive home you get married to an abusive partner <coughs> excuse me and I think it's probably how we walk and how we view ourselves you know because if I view myself as a victim anything that's brought to me I'll take it but once I know that's not who I am I will choose and I will choose what's good for me you know so you have to change your mindset the victim mindset has to go it has to go you know and also the feelings of guilt shame and self self blame sorry I was always blamed for things that um, didn't make sense you know like ridiculous things things that don't make sense at all you are guilt tripped every day this i got sick it's your fault you know you are made to carry the shame and this is the thing narcissists make you carry their shame now it's gonna be up to you to decide whether you will take it or not and a certain counselor gave me this example which is really good like if i'm tired and i have my packages and i realize every time i throw them to you you just take them then I'll continue to throw them at to you but the moment you say no I will stop even even if I try pushing but you still stand firm I will stop so the feelings of shame had to be dealt with and for me I just dropped them I was like they are down 
and I'll talk to myself a lot. I'm like, mother, this was this was not your fault. This is not your fault. This was not your fault. And it continued to self-blame. I'm like, let me rest feel have this feeling of being responsible for other people's lives even when outside the the, the, the toxic environment you know I, f- I felt responsible for even strangers lives because that's the burden i was given to carry from a very young age so those feelings had to drop and something else is finding just professional help people especially trauma you can't let's be honest dealing with it by yourself it's gonna be hard it's gonna be hard you need emotional support support spiritually you need any form of support you can find find it and lean on it and heal and one of them is a counselor a counselor a trauma can for me is a trauma counselor you know finding the right counselor and i mean like a professional counselor no shade against anybody but just because you see people someone talking to people a lot they're empathetic it's okay you can talk to them but there are things and don't get me wrong there are things that need professional help or people who are trained specifically for those fields you know so finding the right counselor is very very um it's very key um so those are the things i could remember um trauma carries a lot but trauma can be overcome i live as i see myself as a what as a beautiful woman not one who who not a rape survivor not 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 a rape victim not not a gbv victim i no 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 i stopped labeling myself as that i label myself as a beautiful woman an overcomer i talk to myself daily affirm myself love myself the best way i can you know um i'm also in processing as i said earlier there are times i'll be sitting and remember something but then i'll be like okay this is how we deal with it that's the thing with professional help honestly because therapy really is supposed to teach you on how to handle these things like i I used to get anxiety attacks and those those things man anxiety yo it's not the best to deal with because it paralyzes you you know but then i went to a therapist and she's like okay so when this happened this is what you do you know like you're shown one of like for anxiety i would have um something like a bladder i don't know um I, we call them bladder here mm-hmm. I, don't know what, I don't know what other name to give them but um i would use something called a thought stopping process you know so it's hard for me to explain these things <laughs> in terms of what to do uh in terms of explaining the behavioral therapy techniques but the thing is that's why i emphasize on seeing a counselor a counselor see them because that will help you to deal with with the the uncontrollable anger i had bad anger issues i used to bang my head against the wall man because i'm like uh, how could you most especially when i found out it was a cystic abyss i was so mad i was so mad you know again when i tried reconciliation with them and it didn't work out you know i was so mad so you don't want to see the anger outburst at that point so because you know so you are 
helped to deal with those things and also talking about it of course takes off a bit of burden from you it takes off a, a lot of burden from you so don't shy away from sharing your experience with the right counselor most especially in the beginning stages you're very vulnerable because let's not forget the stigma that's happening people not understanding when i went to a psychiatrist there's somebody who actually asked am i mad like am i running mad you know because that's the mentality like if you hear this one going is going to a psychiatrist then she she is actually running mad you know so um so I was saying those vulnerable stages it's very key to find the right counselor just go find a counselor walk through it let them help you with it finding the right support as well you know but it's not okay for people to take you through what they took you through and then you stay in the same position it's not fair for you strive to get better you can get better don't try to bury those things because they won't be buried for long they will explode at some point so get the right help and you can heal that's the thing it's healable it's healable <laughs> that's how I you can heal from it it's not terminal you can heal from it don't allow other people's misbehavior to make you feel stuck in life it was not your fault then don't allow it don't allow it to help to make you be stuck or don't allow it to do what yeah to make you be stuck in life i think that's the best word i can use so that's the much i could share today as usual i would love to hear your experience uh, with the narcissism any gaslit or um or the gbv gbv again is gender-based violence yeah it's it's a short form for that so you hear gbv activists it's gender-based violence activists gbv survivors gbv violence survivors you know so yeah but i would love to hear experiences as usual i shared mine to encourage somebody i shared mine to know you're not alone because i thought i was alone i shared mine to encourage someone to go seek help and i shared mine to know that so that you know it's overcomable so yeah have a lovely lovely week and blessings